welcome back to another episode of Happily Ever Random. I'm Ginny, and I'm here with my brother Troy, who is refusing to look at me. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> I didn't want you to mess up. I know. Thank you. I appreciate that. How's it going today, Troy? Pretty good. Not bad. Yeah. Glad it's the weekend, but glad... Or ha- glad it's the weekend, but sad that it's halfway over. Yeah. I was just sad to come back from my cruise. I'm jealous. <laughs> I want to go on vacation so It was bad. great. We had a great time. Yeah. I'm jealous. So. I want to go back. So what are we doing today, Troy? I think um, it's going to be fun. We say that every time. I know. Um, but it is. Not just with, with you coming back and... Like I said, we were enjoying the weekend. We wanted a little more just relaxed, kind of hangout time tonight. Mm-hmm. So, so we changed our topic. Yes. From what we originally were gonna do. Yes. Because <laughs> we wanted to just kind of hang out with you guys today. Um, what we did was we ended up just bringing a few kind of just conversational topics, things just to talk about, just to kind of see what the other person would say. But we didn't tell each other. Yeah what each person brought. So Troy has no idea what I want to talk about. I have no idea what he wants to talk about. I'm a little scared to be honest, guys. No, nah, it's honestly not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about just throwing one in there just to see what happens. I mean, I'm kind of expecting it to be honest. I, I honestly didn't this time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very surprising. Very shocked. Um, but actually one thing I wanted to talk about and real quick, you guys should any, any previous listeners should know there's going to be cursing. There's going to be adult language. Possible adult content, just a quick disclaimer. So, okay, go. I don't know what you're going to talk about today. <laughs> mine's not, but... <laughs> I said possible, because I don't know what your topics are. <laughs> um, as everyone who's listening to me all know, I'm the younger brother. Jenny's my older sister. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I wanted to pick your brain a little bit on <laughs> older sister, younger brother dynamics okay. from when we were kids to how we are now. Okay. I, don't know, I just think it'd be fun to talk about. Like, okay. What is what? Is, what are your like memories or experiences or interactions that you like remember mm-hmm. of us having when we were younger? Because mm-hmm. there's a pretty significant age difference. Yeah. Not huge between us two, but seven, yeah. seven years is a pretty pretty big right. gap. Right. <laughs> for siblings. Um. I mean, I think ours is a little un. I don't, I don't know if I'd we say unconventional, but. Maybe not typical of the coming from a two-parent household because ours turned into a single-parent household. Mm -hmm. So we bonded because of that from when you were a very young age. You know what I mean? Um, So when you were really young, like when daddy was still with us, you were the apple of everybody's eye in our family, like our immediate family, our household. Because you were the first boy and, you know, like... I was the middle child, so I was like, you know, I, I'm, guys, I am literal textbook definition middle child syndrome. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> so when you came around and you were the boy that daddy had always wanted, like you were this like mythical being almost, <laughs> you I know? Still, I still think I was an accident. I, <laughs> I jokingly so. say you were, but, and I know I say that all the time, but you honestly weren't. Yeah, so for just for context, people, um, I always make a joke with my mom, with our mom, that I was an accident just because it ha- was a seven year gap. And I always joke that I always tell you that you were. Yeah, because there is that seven year difference and ten year between you and our older sister Tracy. Yeah, so mom always tells us that it 
quote unquote, took her that long to convince my dad to try again. Because he was too, he was so scared they were going to have another girl and he did not want another girl. <laughs> he wanted a boy and he was like, no, we're not going to do it because we're just going to have another girl. So it took her, it literally took her that long to talk him into it. And so finally he was like, okay, fine, we'll try it. So in my head, I think I was a little bit of an uh-oh, but everyone <laughs> keeps telling me that I really was planned. So, yeah. <laughs> but, but once daddy left, you and I really bonded because he left when I was 16. So I had just started driving and I was at that age where like, I would go home every day after school, but you were still going to grandma's house after school while mom worked. And so a lot, there was a lot of times where I would, you know, get out of school or get out of cheerleading practice and I would go pick you up from grandma's house and take you home. So mom didn't have to do it on her way home. So she could just come straight home. Mm Mm-hmm. So you and I bonded by just riding in the car together from mm-hmm. grandma's house to our, our house and like playing music together and stuff like that. Yeah. You some, know, some of my, I guess, core memories that I really have is driving around in your Camry. Yeah. Flipping through your CDs yeah. <laughs> to find music to play. So, and there were some times that you would even ask me to go on a ride, like just go on a car ride. Yeah. And we would just drive the 16 loop around Houston. Yeah. I love, which I love doing that. I still do that to this day occasionally. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I love doing it. Just roll the, roll the windows down, throw some music on real loud and just drive. Mm-hmm. It's just so enjoyable to me. <laughs> kind of a waste of gas now to be honest, I mean, but back then I didn't pay of? for gas. So I didn't really care. Kind of a waste now. <laughs> My parents or... paid for it, paid for it. So, <laughs> but like, but that's how you and I bonded, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like, and I, and I think I say this to you every year on your birthday and you know, every time, you know, I think I said it to you in the speech I made at your, um, rehearsal dinner for your wedding and you know, things like that. I always tell you that you were this amazing kid that I bonded with when you were seven when, or nine, excuse me, when daddy left. Mm-hmm. And then you were this amazing teenager that became my friend and then now you're this amazing man that I get to call my best friend and I I think I tell you that like every birthday I think I write that on your Facebook page for like every birthday of yours (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's true though like you were this like awesome little kid that I got to bond with and then like now I'm like so thankful that we had that because now you are one of my best friends Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah so it's it definitely for me like i i always knew that of course we're we're siblings that we always had a connection yeah um but like you said as as we started getting a little bit older and into me being a teenager that's when i started to understand life a little bit Mm -hmm. and we started bonding a little bit more got Mm -hmm. closer and everything but for me really it was in college Mm -hmm. when i quote unquote became an adult yeah. Um, that I feel like that's when we really like surpassed the sibling. Yeah. Like just sibling threshold. You know what I mean? Right. That's when we became best friends and we've yeah. been so close ever since. Yeah. And, and I think we were able to get past the, the age gap of it. Yeah. All. As, and as weird as it sounds, I think me having my daughter helped because mm-hmm. it gave, I don't know, like it gave us something to, 
bond over to talk when about, I moved to, home to do when we hung out <laughs> because I moved home from her from living with her dad when I was pregnant with her mm-hmm. and you were what 13 I think 13 14 something like that and so that kind of gave us something to bridge the gap between our age differences mm-hmm. at that time because I was 21 yeah and you were 13 14 years old so there's not a lot that a 21 and a 14 year old have in common <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so Ken, I kind of helped bridge that gap mm-hmm. for us. So I think that really helped a lot. Yeah, and also introduced me to babies. Yes. <laughs> Learned how to change a diaper at yes. 14 years old. Yes. And... and you're an awesome dad now. Well, thank you. I try. <laughs> Still learning, but I try. <laughs> but it was, it, it definitely, like I said, it, teenagers when I started realizing it, mm-hmm. but into college becoming, I always say quote unquote, because I still feel like a child, but <laughs> you still act like one sometimes. I, I am responsible for <laughs> a wife and a son now and another son that's coming. So yeah. I guess I am an adult, <laughs> but I still feel like a child. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> um, but as an adult, that's when I really realize how close we have actually gotten. Yeah. And I wouldn't change it. I think it's so funny looking at like the bond that siblings have, because I have my my obviously my daughter is an only child and it's so weird to me i mean granted i don't want more kids and i don't regret not having more kids but there is a small part of me that wishes i could have given her a sibling mm-hmm. because it's so weird to think that she'll never know and fully comprehend the bond that is there between a sibling yeah. between you and a sibling because like and I know that it's probably happened between you and I, but I couldn't think of a specific instance. But I know, like, between me and our sister, Tracy, like, there have been many times where we have butted heads between the two of us, mm-hmm. where I'm like, I don't want to talk to her at all. But at the same time, at that exact same moment, if somebody else would have attacked her, I would have been right there, her biggest defender, mm-hmm. because she is my sister. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even, doesn't matter how mad I am at her. <laughs> you know like that's still i'm her that's my sister i'm gonna back her up no questions asked Mm -hmm. and there's just a bond that siblings have that no one else can understand unless you have a sibling Mm -hmm. and like only child can never really fully comprehend it and i it just kind of grates at me every once in a while that kenna will never really get that yeah you know what i mean yeah i mean but i mean i don't think that she's really missing out on anything in life Mm-hmm. Because she has, you know, a great family. Yeah. But. And I was going to say, there's, it's an even larger age gap, but I'm hoping that her and David will always be close. Yeah. Like they are now. Yeah. And I love that her and her, there's her and some of her cousins are very close. Like her and Maddie are best friends because mm-hmm. we grew up, our cousins, you know, Justin, Aaron, and Pam, like we were all very, we were raised as siblings basically. Yeah. And that's a bond that I will cherish the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And so I'm so glad that she has that. Yeah. So. Me too. Yeah. Um, that's part of the reason that Jelly wants a big family mm-hmm. is because she's an only child. Yeah. She never got that sibling yeah. bond, that sibling love, anything like that. So she wants to, in every every aspect of life, what she didn't have, she wants to give her children. Mm-hmm. And that I feel includes like every parent, every good yeah. parent, at least. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm just saying that 
that's an aspect that you wouldn't really think of. Mm-hmm. When you think of giving everything for your child, it's a house to live, food to right. eat, education, right. blah, blah, blah. But it's that sibling love, sibling yeah. interaction, it, it really does make a difference. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, definitely. Okay. For sure. Dude, didn't mean to get touchy feely on the first <laughs> on the in the first few minutes, but I wanted to pick your brain a little bit. Cool, cool. <laughs> so, okay, so you ready for one of mine? Mm-hmm. So mine, so I'm, I I kind of have two that kind of almost go together. Like we're kind of gonna like do the first one and kind of just segue into the second one because they okay. can, they can kind of go together a little bit. Okay. So. How have your priorities changed in the last five years other than just becoming a parent and getting married? Like you as an actual person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you want, I can go first just so you can kind of get an understanding of how I'm, what I'm asking. Okay. You know, like, cause like for me, like me personally, like I've stopped caring as much about what other people think of me. I used to be that person that I, that's all that mattered was what other people thought. Acceptance. basically. Yeah. Acceptance. Um, I've, I've started caring less about pleasing other people and more about what makes me and my child happy. Cause I'm very much a people pleaser and I've started doing less of that to be sure that me and my child are more, are, are happier. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've started also standing up for myself and my child more instead of letting people tear us down and yeah. letting and walking all over us because I am such a people pleaser that I never stood up for myself. I would just let it happen. Yeah. You know, plus I'm terrified of confrontation. <laughs> so I would just be like, okay. And just let go. But now I'm like, I can't do that. And my daughter's changed it a lot for me, you know? And she's made, she's made my priorities change a lot in the last couple of years just because of who she is, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've started, that's a lot of me. Like I've completely changed a lot because of her. Yeah. One thing, so it, it wasn't just five years. It was. Well, I just use five years. Yeah. It's like just a it was, general number. I'm just going to say within the last decade, I guess. Since I'm 30, I'll just go through my 20s, I guess, make it easy. (laughs) Um, But one thing that I really started to understand was you have to make sure that you yourself are happy Mm -hmm. before you can make sure anyone else is happy. Mm -hmm. Very much so. And that hit me like 23, 24 years old. Yeah. And... We, I think we've discussed this on the podcast before, but I went through a divorce in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things that led to that is mm-hmm. I wasn't happy in the life that I was living. Right. And if I wanted to make anyone else happy, I had to be happy. Right. Speaking of just kind of jumping real quick back into your first topic, that timeline was time period, excuse me, not timeline, time period was when you and I... I feel got really, really close oh, yeah. was when you got you divorced. Were, you were my person during that. Yeah. Cause you and I really bonded really, really mm-hmm. big during that time period. Yeah. Obviously mom was there. Yeah. Moms will always be there. Yeah. But besides mom and I guess besides grandma, cause grandma was there too. You were my person that I went to Yeah, during that whole time. Yeah. So. And then afterwards, like we, we hung out all the time. Like, mm-hmm. and then when, once you met jelly, like we 
we would go out all the time together and you know all that kind of stuff so that's when we're like, out dancing all the time yeah i know i, I miss, miss it, it. <laughs> it too so anyways back to what we were saying um that's one of the main things and i guess in a way i'm kind of the same as what you you kind of described Mm -hmm. um i to this day i still am i feel like i'm a nicer person than sometimes i should be Mm -hmm. (laughs) that i just don't i'm again i think like you as well i don't like confrontation Right. So I'm always the one to just kind of give in just to kind of get things over with or walk away or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I know you said things other than just family, but... It's okay. Now, started a family, have a family, it's made it even more now that I can't just please everyone. Exactly. And I mean, I and I even brought up my daughter, you know, mm-hmm. because of that. I mean, she's she made me that way, mm-hmm. you know. And... Another priority that, and it, I might be a little, not hypocritical, but I, I can't think of the actual word of this, <laughs> but I've always talked about it. I just never really put it, my actions towards it, but I'm starting again and I'm putting my actions forward now is to try to create a healthier physical life mm-hmm. because I have this family now. Right. And not just in, obviously it would, would have been important for you and mom and everyone else also, but now it's my immediate family. Right. No, I understand that. that. Our, our dad passed away from a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And our grandmother had one this last May. You know? Exactly. So. So we have it on both sides now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's another thing that I'm shifting my priorities to. Yeah. Is trying to get away from my unnecessary hobbies of playing video games so much. Because I, mm-hmm. I used to, people know, I'm a video game and an anime nerd now. Yeah. Um, video games were a very big part of my life the last few years. And it just, that's what brought me joy. That's what I yeah. really enjoyed doing. And I wanted to get good at these games. I wanted to be better than other people. So I would spend hours and hours almost every night of the week playing. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I've shifted away from that to try and focus more on me and David yeah. and Angelica. Yeah. So. Not that being good at video games is a bad thing. And you do still play them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just not. Yeah, I actually played earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> just not as often. Exactly. You know? I mean, you, st- and, and you, that's the thing. Like, you still have to take time for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? But you still, as well. It, re- that, it really spend started. Them, spend during, time with your family. Yeah. It really started during COVID. Yeah. Everyone was locked in the house. What else were we going to exactly. do? Me and my friends would start playing video games at eight nine in the nine at night and we wouldn't get all, we wouldn't stop playing until like two three in the morning yeah <laughs> see i was working straight through covid i half the time i was i was still working but i, I didn't mean, have to be up in the morning to work at that time oh no i did <laughs> i mean i was still working from home but i still had to be up yeah so it sucked <laughs> <laughs> but it was kind of nice though because i would get up um get up start work do like two three hours of work and then log off for my quote-unquote lunch break mm-hmm. and i would take a nap mm-hmm. and then i get up do like two hours of work and then i'd basically be done so i'd sit on the couch and watch tv <laughs> for the rest of the day mm-hmm. and then once i finally figured out a good routine um 
and realized my boss is not actually looking at my status online to see if I'm actually online. Because <laughs> that's what I was saying. I was like, he's going to know that I'm not, yeah. that I'm away. You know, <laughs> that my status is away. Like, he's going to know. He's going to know. Like, you know, like that TikTok mm-hmm. sound. He's got, they're going to know. <laughs> <laughs> Once I figured out that he's not actually paying attention to that, that he's actually working, <laughs> I would get up, log on, do what I needed to do real quick, and then I'd just go back to sleep for a couple hours. <laughs> Yeah, so during COVID, I was with Ecolab. Yeah. And it was a very in the field, like service orientated job for restaurants, hotels, mm-hmm. things like that. And during COVID, obviously, we were quote unquote, like we were uh, essential employees because we had to help yeah. maintain the cleanliness and everything of these restaurants and hotels. But in the very beginning, they weren't making essential people go at that time. Yeah. So instead of visiting our normal five, six, whatever customers throughout the day, now it was calling 10 customers and filling out a form for each customer every day. (laughs) So we wake up at eight in the morning, knock out our 10 calls by 10 and be done for the day and literally chill. Yeah. Get lunch, hang out, take a nap, play some video games, do yeah. a little workout with Jelly. Exactly. Like, do you done. know that they actually, they actually now make? Um, I saw it on TikTok. They actually, you can buy a device where you can put your mouse on it to where it constantly mm-hmm. keeps your mouse moving, so your computer doesn't go inactive. Yep. I was like, I need to buy one. The of fact those. that companies actually <laughs> see if the computer goes inactive or not is crazy to me. You know, some companies will actually activate your um, camera. And see if you're working. Yeah. I keep mine. I keep my com- my my a company laptop has the it? cover on it, but I also keep tape over it. As well. When is it gonna have a robot arm that <laughs> opens know, up the slide? Just, like nobody can see me from here. <laughs> if I ever have to use it, I just take it off. <laughs> I couldn't. But I couldn't, man. I've had I've had a couple bosses in the in the past that were micromanagers, and it was miserable. Yeah. I've had Miserable. them too. I've had them too. Ugh. So, but okay. So my next one kind of goes. We can kind of go into this one. Okay. Kind of related. Um. So, and I might. I don't know if I'm gonna need to explain it to you or not. So, what unserious generational curses are you breaking now? So what? So like things that things that weren't really that big of a deal, but from like when we were kids that our parents made us do or didn't let us do that you now are like, it's, I don't care if this happens. Like, like, you know, we would hear like, we don't have McDonald's money. We have food at home. You can eat at home. Mm -hmm. No, I'm sorry. No, I, I have money. We have McDonald's money. We can eat at McDonald's. Like that's one of mine. Like I work hard for the money I make. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't like to cook, to be perfectly honest with you. Like, I really don't. <laughs> and not 99% of the time, by the time I get home from work, because I'm busy nonstop at my job. Yes, I'm, I work in an office job, so I'm sitting the majority of my day. But it takes a toll on you still. It's still mental you fatigue. Know? Exactly. So by the time I get home, I'm fucking exhausted. I don't want to go stand in my kitchen for an hour cooking. Why is it taking an hour to cook? Meals? I don't mean literally. I'm just saying, you know, you know what I mean? But you know, like I don't want to do that. So if I want to go drive through McDonald's or drive through Whataburger or 
go out to eat that night. I'm going to do it. I don't care. You know, yeah. I, I, that's why I work to make money for that. And I always, you know, I guarantee you my mortgage is paid. All our bills are paid. You know, I don't have to worry that, you know, the money that I'm spending eating out was supposed to be for the mortgage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I always make sure that the important stuff is already paid for. So anything that I'm spending on food, it's okay. I can spend it on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's one thing. Like if my kid wants to eat out, like, okay, we got that. We can do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um, I don't know. Do you want me to do a couple more of mine? <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I, I don't really know. I mean, that I mean, obviously that one. It might be a one. little different for you because your your child is so young still. Mm-hmm. I mean, because a lot of these are like things for your kids mm-hmm. that you were either not allowed to do or whatever when you were a kid. So now you let your kid do it or whatever, whatever the case may be, you know? Okay. So it might be a little different for you because your child, because David's still so young, you know? But like for me, like to be perfectly honest, we cuss in my house. You know that. Yeah. We've talked about it on the show before. I do not believe cuss words are truly bad. They are just words. The context that you use them in is what makes them bad. So if my daughter stubs her toe and goes, fuck, that hurt. Yeah, I bet it fucking did. It's not that big of a deal to me. To me, they're sentence enhancers. <laughs> I've never heard of a piece like that. To me, curse words are sentence enhancers. It's not a big deal to me. My, but the thing is, I did teach my child when and where not to use curse words. Mm-hmm. And to respect other people and their beliefs about them. So, like, for instance, at our parents' house, they don't like the fact that I let my child curse. So when we're at their house, she doesn't do it yeah. out of respect for them. I don't really curse at their house either out of respect for I, them. I try not to, you know, mom's house. <laughs> now if they're at my house and I say shit and dad says, watch your language. I'm going to say, no, it's my fucking house. And I've actually done that before. <laughs> <laughs> How did he react to that? But one? He just rolls his eyes. But I mean, you know, but she knows, like, if we're in public, you know, she doesn't do it. Yeah. And it's not like every other word out of her mouth is, fuck this, you know, you're shit that, you know, damn this, whatever. It, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. You know, she uses them just like I would. She uses curse words just like I would. So I don't see it as a big deal. Yeah. So, yes, we curse in this house. Yeah. <laughs> so... I do think a lot... I won't judge other people if they don't like, if they don't let their kids do it. Like, if you say that you won't let David do it, that's cool. I totally understand. Mm-hmm. You know? Because it's my kid. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and it's your house. Yeah. So... So, I, I do think a lot of the things you're thinking of are for, like, from our parents telling us. Yeah. So, I don't really have a lot. Because yeah. it is David. Yeah. He is young. I mean, I agree with the, the food. If I want to spend my money, I'm going to spend my money. Yeah. Um, which I can think of an, of an example of one that it's, I don't think it's necessarily what our parents had told us, but it's more of what I think society kind of expects to see is 
in a, when you get married, I feel like traditionally you have a joint bank account. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we have a joint bank account, but we also have our two separate checkings that our paychecks go into. Yeah. And I'm not going to go into details of anything, but at one point in life, my money was controlled by someone who wasn't me. And mm-hmm. I wasn't going to have that happen to me anymore in my life, no matter right. who it is. Right. And you and I have talked privately and, about this. Yeah. And so I understand. Jelly, I trust her with my life. But then again, there's it's not her, it's that, me. There's still that thing in, yeah. in your head going, wait, I can't do this. Exactly. Yeah. And, and there have been, I can't confirm this, but there, from what I've heard, there have been studies <laughs> that <laughs> money is one of the biggest reasons for issues in marriages. Mm-hmm. So... As long as our mortgage is paid, we have food in our fridge, our bills are paid, if David is taken care of, as long as all of that happens, my money's my money, Jelly's money's her money. Exactly. And I, 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 I think and, that's a good way to do it personally. I mean, yeah. granted, I've never been married. I've never been, <laughs> uh, to be perfectly honest with you, Troy, I've never been in a real adult relationship. I mean, I've dated since I've had my daughter, but I've never been in a real long-term relationship since I've had my daughter. Mm-hmm. And I was 21 when I had her. So that's yeah. what I consider quote unquote adult. <laughs> so, but in my personal opinion, if I was to get married, that's how I would do it. Yeah. Like we don't have, obviously we do it out of respect for each other, but we don't, I don't have to go to her and be like, Hey, do you care if I could do this? Yeah. I don't have to do that. Like if you wanted to buy something on Amazon that was a hundred dollars. Yeah. Obviously she would question me and be like, like not question me as in why did you do that? But question me as in like, did you need it? Yeah. <laughs> type thing. Like it's kind of hard to explain. It's not like it asking sounds, for permission. Yeah. It's yeah. being respectful of it. Now if it's something big, obviously we can cons- consult each other yeah. on it. But like the, like the other day I, so I played slow pitch softball as a hobby. And I've recently started playing twice a week and I wanted a new glove. Mm-hmm. I've been using the same glove for over five years now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I want a new glove. I want an actual, like a good glove, not one that's ready to use. Yeah. I went out and got me a glove the other day. Didn't have to say anything to her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just, I, I just, I feel like traditionally you don't see that. Yeah. So I think honestly, I think you'll start seeing it more with, our maybe our age group and younger coming up like younger millennials to to gen z yeah yeah so but from like older than us older millennials and was it above us gen Gen x X? you wouldn't probably see that as much so but like a couple other of mine that are things that we didn't typically have or get when we were growing up oh my knee just popped sorry if y'all heard that guys (laughs) um (laughs) For me, grades that aren't that important with my daughter, I mean, yes, I want her to pass and I want her to have good grades, but she's not going to get grounded if she gets a C, Yeah, you know? Um, I think mom might've been a little more relaxed by the time I came around. Yeah. As long as I was able to play sports, she was pretty happy. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you see parents in like media and like on TikTok and stuff that their kids get grounded if they get a B. And I'm like, fuck that. Mom celebrated if I got a B. <laughs> you know, you know how you know how I graduated college with C's. Exactly. I so I could count on probably one hand the amount of A's that I got in college. Exactly. So I mean, and here's the thing, guys. 
it is just me and my daughter at home. It is just the two of us. So I am too, I don't, I don't mean to sound rude, but I'm too busy and I've got too many other things to worry about <laughs> than whether she made straight A's. I'm just being perfectly honest. You know, as long as she's passed, I'm good. Obviously, you want her to do better. Yes. Like but I it's said, not a necessity to have straight but A's But I'm not going to require it and I'm not going to get mad at her if she doesn't get them. Mm-hmm. So I agree with it. You know, that's and obviously I have a long way until this starts happening, but that's what I see for Damon's future. I think Jelly agrees. Obviously, we want him to do the best that he can at Mm -hmm. every single aspect. Yes, of course. But like you said, if he gets a couple A's, a couple B's, a C. And especially if it's not if it's a class that, you know, it's not her best like chemistry. She's not good in her chemistry class or her math class. She's not good at math. I wasn't either. I wasn't either. (laughs) So she makes a 70 for her overall grade in chemistry. Okay. You passed. Mm -hmm. I know it's a bad, it's your worst subject. So, okay. You passed. Cool. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Um, Especially since she's in online school and she does it all on her own. You know, it's not like she has a teacher to go to. One thing that I would, and this could all change with years, but that I would love to, to be able to tell David is that you don't have to go to college. Oh yeah. We've had, especially nowadays. Me and Kenna have had that discussion. I I guess that's one thing I can say that our parents told us. Yeah. Get your degree. Yeah. Which, at the time, yeah, sounded right. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, you could graduate college with a degree, and then they could tell you that you need five years experience. Mm-hmm. How the hell am I supposed to do that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it was, in mine, if he grows up to have something he is passionate about, something that he can pursue, something that he is good at, that he can provide for, his, for him... And for his life, potential life that he has growing up, mm-hmm. you don't have to go to college. Yeah. Go to trade school if you want. That's, become become a streamer if you're an amazing video game player. That's I don't what care. I, that's what I've told Kenna. As long as it's something that you can do to provide for yourself and you're, you can do it, do it. If you want to go to a four-year college and get a four-year degree, do it. Just get a degree that you're going to actually use, though. Don't go to a four-year college and get a four-year degree in art history and then not use it. And not work at a museum. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So if you want to go to a four-year college, get a degree that you're going to actually use and make a living on. If you're not going to do that, then do something else. Like, as of right now, she wants to go to cosmetology school. And you know her biggest inspiration? Kendall. Yeah. <laughs> Jelly's friend Kendall. Mm-hmm. Has her own and studio you know why? and she's very because successful. Because Kendall has a Tesla. <laughs> So Kendall, she thinks that is like the pinnacle of success is to own a Tesla, apparently. <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Kendall has her own salon and she's very successful yeah. with it. So, so I mean, she wants to go to cosmetology school. And, and I think we've talked to Ken about this. Yeah. She needs to start small, build up a clientele. Yeah. Once she has a clientele, get your own studio somewhere, yeah. become your own boss. She wants to do hair and uh, eyelashes. Ooh, lash people make a lot of money. Yeah. So she wants to do hair and eyelashes as of right now. And I'm like, do it, man. Like, cool. Like, as long as it's something that you can make a living on successfully, like, you don't have to be rich. I don't, I don't need you to be rich. 
You know, you don't need to be rich. I'm not rich. I mean, I'm, I'm really not rich. <laughs> I would like to be. But, you know, <laughs> as long as you can make a living on it, cool. So mm-hmm. I fully believe in trade schools. At my last position, um, when I worked in facilities, a couple of the guys I worked with were like electricians. They went to trade schools. One of them was uh, got was as high as a master electrician, making over a hundred thousand dollars as an electrician. Mm-hmm. No four year degree, no college experience, just a trade school. Mm-hmm. So now yeah. nowadays, I don't. I don't think I fully believe in trade schools. So like that piece of paper up there. I mean, yes, it's gotten me the job I have now, but I don't think it's that much of a benefit. Right. You know what I mean? He's pointing to his degree on the wall, by the way, guys. (laughs) Yes. I'm I'm one of the losers that has my degree on the wall. Um, I do have like, just like a few more just that I've changed of me as a, as a parent. Um, my child is allowed to have her own privacy as in like in her room, you know, like I knock on her door before entering it. I don't just barge in. Like our parents didn't knock on our, our, I don't know. I don't know about you. She didn't with me. Our our parents did not knock on our doors before entering our bedroom. Like they just barged in. Um, and I hated that. Uh, so my child is allowed to allowed a certain amount of her own privacy. Mm hmm. Um, she is allowed to create her own boundaries as in, you know, if she wants, if she says no with about something, then fine. No. Like if my, if my child doesn't want to hug you, she doesn't have to hug you <laughs> <laughs> like at family reunions or something, you know, like that random family member that always gives hugs to everyone and that I still you don't have know the name of no them. idea who they are. <laughs> you see them once a year if my child don't want to hug you, she don't have to hug you. That's what I mean by creating her own boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know? So we weren't allowed that. <laughs> we had to hug that family member. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, like, we still do. Yeah. And act like we know who they are. At least <laughs> Troy in my... St- Troy still asks me who everybody is at family reunions. Not everybody. Almost. Half. <laughs> so... I mean, that's just a few things, you know, like I, I allow my child that space to create their own boundaries and I allow my child that certain amount of freedom or yeah. privacy, excuse me, not yeah. freedom. So, I mean, I agree as long as it's respectful. Yeah. Then that's fine. I mean, I don't, I'm now granted, I'm not saying my child's going to look at her, somebody and go, I ain't hugging you, <laughs> you know, and be rude about it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So mm-hmm. one, I think one of the one of the best things that we could teach our children is just to respect others. You don't mm-hmm. have to, you don't have to agree. You don't have to be in the same mindset, or anything, but just be respectful. Now, granted, I, I do to a certain extent, I do still believe in respect your elders or certain people are just granted respect regardless. But there are times where I think, you need to give me respect if you want respect from me. No, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not saying so, to just let someone trample on you. Yeah. But you can say something in a respectful way to yeah, not that's cause I mean. drama. That's that, what I mean. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Yes. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, 100%. I don't mean be respectful as in be 
submissive to someone. Yeah. You can be angry, but also do it in a respectful way. Right. That's what I meant. No, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, 100%. That's what I mean. So, yeah, so that's all I have on the... I mean, I have one more topic, but we'll do that in a minute. We can get to yours. Okay. 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 (laughs) (laughs) So, here's the earth. Oh, man. If no one knows what that is, you need to go watch the YouTube video, End of the World. It's like little scribble drawings, like doodles, basically. It's hilarious. Anyways. Um, (laughs) So, this next one. I wanted to see what you would think of if... What they are and if there are benefits or drawbacks to working remotely. Because you're kind of hybrid right now. Yeah. I work two I'm days a week I'm fully remote. Yeah. I'm three days in the office, two days at home. Mm-hmm. So, for, for like pros, I made like a little list. For pros, there is flexibility. Mm-hmm a lot of flexibility yeah. for being fully remote. Um, this one I can and can't see at the same time. I feel like it could be a pro and a con kind of, but it says uh, increased productivity. Mm. Some people could because they can just shut their door and just yes be good and to go. No for yeah. me. Me too. It depends on it depends. the day. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. For me, it depends on the day. Yeah. <laughs> how I'm feeling. Well, for me, because in the office, I can be really, really productive more than when I'm at home because there's more distractions at home. See? Like personal distractions for me. Mm-hmm. But then when I'm in the office, depending on the day of the week, because everyone in our company works two days a week at home. So there's different days that more people are in the office and less people are in the office. So if I'm in the office one day when a lot of people are, I have more distractions of people coming up to me, you know, coming up to my desk or calling me or whatever the case may be. So that way, if I'm at home, I have less of those distractions, Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. but then I have more personal distraction at home with the dogs or Kenna or just my bed. Yeah. For me, it's, so whenever I think of being on the job, I never worked in an office. Mm-hmm. It was in the restaurant or I was in a car driving to restaurants and hotels. Yeah. <laughs> but at in those jobs, I feel like even though I was constantly around people, it was in a way less distractive because when I'm sitting here at this desk mm-hmm. <laughs> working... I can put a movie on my phone or YouTube or something, mm-hmm. you know, to play in the background, but then I get stuck on it. Yeah. Or if I have a, I finished a zoom call with a customer and then I pick up my phone and I'm, and I open up TikTok. all of a sudden it's been 30 minutes and I'm like, Oh shit, I haven't done anything. Yeah. You have no idea how many times <laughs> I open TikTok during the day and I get a little thing at the ribbon at the top that says, Troy is active now. Say hi. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, or, like Jelly works from home also. So I could just walk through that door and go talk to her and hang out with her on the couch. Yeah. David's right there with her. I can play with David if yeah. I need to. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, it's good because I get a break if exactly. I'm stressed at work. Exactly. It's bad if I need to get work done and I still do it. Exactly. 
Um, I find myself a lot of times because I, I do have an office because we have an extra bedroom in our house that we don't use. So I set it up as an office. Mm -hmm. So I have my desk, I have my, you know, a monitor that I hook my laptop up to. So I have two screens, you know, all that. And so I, what I normally try to do on my two days a week at home is I normally try to get up and start my day in the office. And I actually have found that. I can get my work done in about like a full day's of work done in about three hours. That would take me all day at the office because I have people coming up to me all the time, mm-hmm. you know, but then you're so quote unquote, not productive because you're doing nothing for the rest of the day. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I can, what I try to do is I start my day in the office in my office and I'll work for like an hour And then I'll get up and I'll go feed the dogs and I'll make myself some breakfast, you know, and I'll Mm -hmm. come back and sit down at the desk and eat my breakfast. And then I'll get up and I'll go clean, clean the dishes that I just dirtied, you know, I'll rinse them off and then I'll take the dogs out after they've eaten, you know, so it kind of gives me like a little break and then I'll come back and I'll do like another hour and then I'll get up and I'll, you know, walk around for a minute or whatever, you know, just to kind of break up the time a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and then when I do lunch, like I'll stop and I'll make myself some lunch and I, I won't sit there and eat while I'm working. Like I'll actually take an actual lunch break. Cause I saw, I found that I was doing that a lot when I was working from home was I was just working straight through to finish everything. Mm-hmm. And then I was done by like 10 o'clock in the morning and then I had nothing to do for the rest of the day, which I mean, on one hand was great cause I didn't have to do anything. Yeah. On the other hand, I'm like, well, uh, now I'm bored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you so, know? with me being fully remote, and one thing I love about it is my my boss. He's very he he's very relaxed, but then he can also be that manager of the team when it's really needed. Mm-hmm. But majority of the time, he's pretty relaxed. As long as we're getting our job done, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. He's pretty cool. Like he doesn't check in on me every single day. Yeah. I'll go one or two days a week and not talk to my boss. But he's there if I need it. You know what I mean? But one thing with him, he's very big on taking breaks if needed. Mm -hmm. He's very big on going on walks. He's like, if if you get stressed, if you've had a bad call with a customer, if this happened, blah, blah, whatever, take a 10-minute walk. Go play with David for a few minutes. Like He's literally told me that before. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, if you get stressed, if you get frustrated... Just go hang out with David for a few minutes. Come back and you'll be all right. Yeah. And I was like, good point. I probably will be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think one of the, I think the biggest, I, I count it as one, but it's two different kind of ideas with working remotely is the flexibility and work-life balance. Mm-hmm. Sometime, flexibility just because in a way you make your own schedule. Almost, yeah. Not all the time. For some companies, you kind of make your own schedule. Yeah. Um, and like with with me and with that I in a, in a I guess an agreement in a way that I have with my boss is I have a thirty minute to an hour block depending on the day in the morning that I put for morning childcare mm-hmm. that I'm spending with David, getting him out of bed, make like we make sure he's fed, do whatever. Yeah. Before I even start work. Yeah. 
granted, most of the time my computer is out on the island anyways, and I'm sending an email while making his breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a good thing, is that I could do both. Right. Working from home. Work-life balance is a tricky one, I feel like, with remote life. Now, Mm -hmm. if you're listening to this and you have a blue-collar job and you're always out on site or doing whatever, you might not agree with me. But with working remotely, it can be hard to separate work from just your personal at-home life. Mm -hmm. There will be times when I feel that I'm that I might be falling behind a little bit or something might happen. It might be a customer that's upset, whatever it may be, to where I feel like shit, like I have to get this done. Yeah. To where I'll just grab a plate of food after I make lunch, bring it in here and I'll have it sitting next to me as I'm working. Yeah. And I'm literally or eating. Or you'll as end I up work. working till seven o'clock at night or, or something. Exactly. You know? I may take a little bit longer at lunch to be with David, do whatever. But then I'm still answering emails and sending out texts at mm-hmm. seven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of a see. I actually caught it's a myself, case by case thing. I feel like I caught myself doing that way too often the la- in like the last six months because I've always been a firm believer of I'm very dedicated to my job. I'm a very dedicated employee. I'm very loyal to my company, but I'm a very firm believer of I work my set hours. And that's it. Mm -hmm. I don't get paid to work anything before or after 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. Those are my set hours. So for a while there, when when I would go in the office, that's the hours I would work. But my two days a week at home, I was catching myself being like, well, I mean, I'm home anyway. So, you know. Mm-hmm. And my computer's here. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I'll just continue. You know, I'll, I'll just, I'll just finish up what I'm doing, you know? And so I don't yeah. have to do it tomorrow. And I would work until seven, eight o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And I was realizing that this is time I could be doing my personal things, you know? Mm-hmm. So I've gone back to, no, I work 7am to 4pm regardless of if I'm in the office or I'm at home. Mm-hmm. It hits four o'clock. I am logging off that computer <laughs> and I have my email and teams messenger on my phone. I get an email or I get a message after four o'clock. I'm answering it the next day. Yeah. Unless they actually say it's an emergency. If somebody says it's an emergency, okay, that's an exception. I get that. Mm-hmm. But if it's just a regular email, Hey, can you check on this for me? Sure. Tomorrow morning. Yeah. See my boss. So. And I I guarantee you none. No. I can't talk. None of my bosses have ever complained. Yeah. Because you get your shit done. Um, So my my position. We do. uh, We do have monthly bonuses. So. It. It is. That monthly bonus is determined on our performance of getting these customers to where we need them to be. Yeah. Um, so I've caught myself trying to get caught up or trying to make bonus or trying to make as much as I can Mm -hmm. on a bonus to where I'll work for a few hours on a Saturday. Yeah. I've done it before. I mean, if we don't have plans, I'm just sitting here anyways. David sleeps for almost two hours. Yeah. I'll do, I'm just going to hop on the computer for a little bit and my boss isn't going to tell me, no, you cannot do that. I mean, he's not going to tell me that. 
Because mm-hmm. if I'm being productive for quota, it goes towards his team quota. So, I mean, it's kind of... Yeah. <laughs> but he's he's definitely... Ha- We've had talks on like our one-on-ones and things like that. And it's gotten brought up. And he's like, mm, I wouldn't recommend that, man. He's like, try to keep it during the week. Try to work yeah. during your hours. Yeah. But he's never going to tell me, Troy, don't you dare do that. Right. <laughs> so... Um, then some of the cons that I found for remote life is potential of isolation. I can see that. I can too. If, if especially if you were like a single person living alone. Exactly. I was going to say if jelly didn't work from home with me, Mm -hmm. I could see that happening. Or like if I work strictly from home by myself, you know, where where it's just me and Kenna at home. I will tell you what, if jelly didn't work from home with me. I probably would work straight through the entire day. Yeah. But, um, and then these are more of a, I guess, employer type con in a way is communication challenges. Fully, Mm -hmm. fully remote. I can't just go to my boss and be like, knocking the door and be like, Hey, can you help me with this? I have to message him on our messenger app that we have. Yeah. If he's in a meeting, I have to check his calendar to see if he's in a meeting. Yeah. Wait till he's done with that meeting. You know what I mean? I can't just yeah. walk over to somebody. Um, we talked about this difficulty separating work and life in a way. Um, lack of access to resources. Yes and no. Because Maybe I, a few years ago. Yeah. Because I feel like with the way we are now with everything is so technological, you know, mm-hmm. It's my, not that big of a deal. In my you know? my department that I'm in, they've had people collaborate together and they made an actual like wiki within our company page. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I could just search it and find yeah. something. Or it's in the team Google Drive or yeah. in our messenger app. We have over like 30 different messages that are pinned to the channel to where you can click on that pin and it drops them all down. Yeah. And you can just scroll through and find it. Yeah. So it, that one, not as much. Um, potentials of distractions. We've already talked about that. Um, one thing I forgot to mention, which this one makes a lot of sense from an employer standpoint, is uh, this is actually more of a pro. Access to broader talent pool. Yeah. Because now if you're based in New York, you can hire someone down in Houston like me mm-hmm. <laughs> to do the job. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of people, a lot of remote people, a lot of remote contractors in our department um, mm-hmm. that work all over the world. A lot of a lot of them are in this are, are in the U.S., but we have some that are what we call offshore contractors, so mm-hmm. they're like in other countries. But yeah, it's like Jelly. Um, she has so in in her department, it's her and one other girl that do the same job. Mm-hmm. But they Jelly does it for all of the United States. And the other girl is in Ireland, so she does it in all of Europe and everything over there. Yeah. So those team meetings probably are fun for the other girl because she has to wait till like 6 p.m. her time. Right. <laughs> to have a meeting with everyone here. <laughs> that would suck. <clears throat> but, okay, we're going to switch it up a little bit here. Okay. Try to bring a little bit more fun into it because I feel like both of mine were kind of a little more serious topics in a way. Okay. I think mine were too. Um... <laughs> I want to hear what your dream job was as a child, in high school, 
And what would now, what would your dream job be? Oh, God. I mean, as a child, I mean, like, I, and this is what I always tell people, like, you know, when your friends all say, like, I want to be an actress, I want to be a singer, I want to be the president, I want to be an astronaut, like, I wanted to be a mom. <laughs> I, honestly, like, I wanted to be a mom. So, I mean, I got my dream. Stay at home mom back in the day. Oh, no, not dream. stay at home mom, just mom. <laughs> couldn't do that i couldn't I'd beat the little bastards <laughs> i couldn't i actually was a stay-at-home mom for about six months because i was out of a job and i got lost my fucking mind grandma actually offered to keep her two days a week because i was going crazy <laughs> so i got two days a week by myself speaking of two days a week by yourself <laughs> david starts school soon again yeah his old not even school it's like a day church school thing anyways we are excited. <laughs> yes, we love him. We want him all the time. But having a few hours twice a week mm-hmm. without him is going to be fun mm-hmm. <laughs> again. <laughs> um, okay. In high school. In high school, I wanted to... Uh, my This is why I actually wanted to go to Sam Houston State. Was because of their criminal justice program. I remember this. I wanted to get a criminal justice degree, and I wanted to be a victim witness advocate. What is that? Um, I, mean, like I have an idea. When, of context. When but. a victim has to go to court and testify, or like there's a witness that has to testify, you are the advocate that is basically like the li- liaison between them and the court system. Okay. So, that was my dream job in high school. It's different. Yeah. Very different. It was a, a job that I had read about in a book. It was a, a character in a book that I read that was their job, and it sounded really fucking cool. I'm assuming there's more to it that I don't so, know because yeah, to I mean, me it doesn't really sound really that cool. involved. It's very okay. involved. That's just a very simple overview. Yeah, okay. The very stripped down <laughs> layout of that does not sound fun. It's a very <laughs> simple overview, but yeah. <laughs> It just sounded really cool. And so I was like, that's what I want to do. And then I fucked it all up because I started smoking a lot of pot when I went to Sam Houston State and failed out. Still can't believe <laughs> And then it. realized that I would have been really bad at the job anyways because I am way too emotional for that kind of thing. <laughs> that's why I wouldn't make like a good, you know, like social worker or anything. You know, mm. like I'm way too emotional. Yeah, I couldn't do it. So, yeah, no. I'm the same. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, I like to make people happy, and I feel like sometimes you can't always do that. Yeah. So I no. probably wouldn't. No. <laughs> so. And then what was the other one now? Yeah, like right now, this moment. <sighs> I have no idea. <laughs> like it wouldn't be like an author um, or anything, like any of your passions? No, because I haven't really written in years. I've been... I've really been out of the writing for a couple of years now. I haven't been inspired. Um, maybe do podcasts professionally. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. Yeah. You know, um, do this full time. Yeah. So, I don't know. Okay. What about you? So, as a child, obviously I had the the, the stereotypical, like, I want to be a police officer. I want to go to the moon. Like, you know. Which Troy doesn't really believe we did. We don't have to talk about that right now. <laughs> we can talk about that later on. <laughs> we can do a conspiracy but theory episode on I it. I feel there's a very high chance we did not go to the moon at all. 
anyways, again, that's a future, that's future yeah. Troy talking. Um, <laughs> but I think as a kid, for, I, I don't, for some reason, I have a memory of as a small kid wanting to be a firefighter. Like thinking it was cool. I feel like cool. you would have been like a, I want to be a baseball player or something. Well, I'm, I'm getting there. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm getting there. Jump the gun. I'm saying as a child. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So I think it was kind of a mix between all of that, like the stereotypical stuff. Okay. Just because I always thought it was cool to, you know, someone went into space. Mm-hmm. Uh, police officers, they're cool. They have guns. They do that, whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. Um, but going into middle school, high school, yes, that's when it was I wanted to play in the MLB. I wanted mm-hmm. to be a major league baseball player. And that was my dream all the way up until my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. That's when I got to the point where I realized I didn't put my full effort into it every single day. Mm-hmm. That it wasn't going to be a passion for me. Right. Because if, if it really was my dream, my passion to be a baseball player, I would have quit football after my sophomore year of high school. I would have focused on baseball, got my hitting better. Yeah. Probably could have gone somewhere in college for yeah. to be a catcher. Yeah. Could not hit for my life. <laughs> it was a great catcher. Could not hit for my life. Mm. And that is one of the things that catchers usually do is they hit decently. Yeah. Um, so as a senior in high school, I didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. <laughs> like, I'll just go to college and do something. Like, didn't, had no idea what was going to happen. Um, but then graduated, wasn't playing sports anymore, had to get a job. Yeah. That was mom's agreement for me at all times, which this can go back to one of the things that you, that we talked about with you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, in high school, mom always told me if I'm playing sports, if I'm passing my classes, I don't have to get a job. Mm -hmm. And majority of the time I passed, sometimes I didn't, but majority of the time I passed (laughs) and and I was always playing sports all through high school. Graduated, wasn't playing sports anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that is one thing that I do want my child to do is I want him to learn responsibility. And I think a job as a young at a younger age will increase that. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing we can change oh, from our parents. One thing that I've changed is my daughter has more chores than we did. So And she still doesn't even have many chores because we didn't have chores. I kind of did. I mean... I didn't do it a lot. <laughs> when I, we were growing up, I had to fold one load of laundry a week, and you had to take out the trash. And then when mother, I was still and then in high school. Yard. When I was still in high school. Okay. Well. That was all we had to do. I didn't even know how to work a washer and dryer until I moved to college, and Tracy taught me. I mean, probably so, the same for me. So, so uh, granted, Kenna still doesn't have that many chores, but she does still have to do more than I did. You yeah. know, like, and it's simple things like empty the dishwasher every time it's full. If the trash is full, when you go to take throw something away, take it out and put a new trash bag in. And then she does her own laundry. That's it. So it's not chores. It's just common household You would items. think it would be, <laughs> but apparently to her, it's too hard to do. So I have to call it a chore. So anyways, going yeah. back to, you know, sorry. All right, sorry, we jumped to the past. Let's go back to present right now. <laughs> um, uh, so graduated high school, didn't know what was going to happen. Got a job working at Pompadour. It was a Yay. server. Found out that I was pretty good at ser- uh, being a server. No, Troy is really good at it, guys. 
was. I don't know. I haven't done it in a few years. You have like the perfect personality for it. I don't know. Like you have to have the right personality to be very successful at it. And you have a great personality. I think I was a, a, I think I, I honestly do think I was really good at being a server. I was okay at being a bartender because I'm not that great when it comes to just random small talk. Yeah. I don't keep up with sports, so I can't talk about this sports player. Yeah. I don't watch the news, so I can't talk about something that happened in the news. I mean, I get my news from TikTok. You know what I mean? So I can't, (laughs) like, I wasn't always that great at the small talk. So I was a, I was a decent bartender. Yeah. Restaurant bartender, not out in the bars. Restaurant bartender. But I started getting really good at my job and I really started enjoying it and doing it. And, And then that's when I found out after my first year of college that U of H had a hospitality program mm-hmm. went into it. That's when I started looking into management at Papado. Went into management at Papado. Yep. That's when light bulb light bulb turned on. I can be a general manager for a Papa's restaurant and make almost six figures, if not more. Yeah. I was like, this sounds great. I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> so for a while, that was my goal. Mm-hmm. That yep. was at a point that was my dream job. No. To be a general manager of a yeah. of a successful corporate restaurant. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Papa's is very but, successful. But then found out that in the management world, there's a lot of politics that go around. Oh, yeah. So that didn't work out. Obviously, I'm not there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we still love Papa's, though. Mm-hmm. So now as an adult, I think my dream job, if I could do it right now, I would do it in a heartbeat is to be a full-time streamer slash content creator. Really? Yes. As in doing what? Like video games. Video games, podcasts, whatever. Okay. I would love to be a full-time if I could, if I had the personality, the ability to get people to watch me play video games, do whatever, I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. And then I could branch off. And bring those people with me to a podcast that we do, whatever, to have that content creator side to it. Yeah. I would love it. Yeah. That is my dream job right now. Well, let's grow the podcast then, man. <laughs> trying to. <laughs> trying to figure out how this works still. I know, right? <laughs> how long have we been doing this? We're only on episode 24. 23, I mean. 23. I know, but how long have we been doing this? Since December. Okay. So it's only been like six months, yeah. seven months. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's what I've always wanted to do. You know, it's weird. I actually talked to him. This isn't a dream job, but talking about jobs, I talked to mom and Carl today. What would be really cool? Uh, I hope he doesn't mind. I say his name on, on the podcast. I don't think we've said his name on the podcast. Before. Oh, that's oh, our dad. Um, Stepdad. But we were talking that it'd be really cool to own a Chick-fil-A. Just that, like a, like a franchise like that, like yeah. something. And the reason we brought up Chick-fil-A is because it's honestly not that expensive to start a Chick-fil-A franchise. It's a, it's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. It's a lot of money. But it's, I say this very lightly, only <laughs> $10,000 on the franchisee to start a Chick-fil-A franchise. Hmm. Which honestly is not a lot when it comes to businesses. I mean, I feel like mom and dad could loan that to us. Uh, well i looked i actually looked online (laughs) mom wink wink Um, but i looked online through some of like the the franchise documents and stuff Mm -hmm. and it requires you that to be your full-time job 
So we couldn't have our jobs and be a franchisee. What do you do as a franchise owner, though? You were the owner-operator of the restaurant. Oh, so you actually work in the restaurant then? Like, yes. you're like the general manager then? No, you were the owner. So what do you do as an owner? You run the business. So isn't that what, like, a general manager is? No, a general manager runs the day-to-day. So what do you... I don't understand what an owner... I don't understand. (laughs) Don't look at me like I'm stupid. (laughs) Owner-operator, Jen. So you are the owner of the business, but you are fully responsible for the operation of the business. Okay. So you are ensuring that whether it's you or through delegations... That your day-to-day operations are running successfully. And you are providing product for the community that you are serving. Okay. So whether that be literally you in the restaurant cooking the chicken. Or you in the restaurant talking to your managers making sure that the job is getting done. Okay. But yes, it has to be your full-time gig. (laughs) I don't want to do it then. And you're not able to, you're not able to create a business and then have the business own the franchise unless you take full liability for every single thing, aspect of the business. Hmm. I found that out today too. Interesting. That's for Chick-fil-A. If anyone's interested in Chick-fil-A, there's some little in, info for you, little bits. Interesting. So... But yeah, my dream job right now is to be a streamer content creator. I would freaking love it. Cool. I would do it in a heartbeat. Me too. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep that in that just for you. Okay. So I have one last thing. One last question, topic, whatever you want to call it. Hit me. Um, not literally. What is, I'd really like to. No, you kidding. probably would. And I tell you all the time that sisters are free game. I'll hit you back. <laughs> I'm not going to beat you, but I'll hit you back. Okay. No, we're not going to hit each other. Um, what has been your favorite episode we have done so far and why? Oh. Let me go back and look real quick. <laughs> I actually, because you know me, I can't pick just one thing. So I have two. Oh my God. <laughs> Okay. Do you want me to tell you though? Yeah, okay. Go. I was like, do you want to go or do you want me to go? No, tell me. <laughs> so I have, my two are either the apocalyptic preparation episode and the mental health episode. Okay. So the mental health episode, obviously because of the topic. I mean, you know, I've always been a huge supporter of mental health awareness and suicidal, suicide awareness. So to get to dedicate an entire episode towards that was really, really cool for me. And I feel like it was also really fun and really awesome and great to dive into that topic with you because we'd never really gone into that topic in depth before, you know, especially with when it comes to my own personal mental health, because you were so young when it all began. So you never really got any details, knew really what happened or anything like that. So we were able to finally really get into all of that. Mm Mm-hmm. So that was really cool for me, you know, mm-hmm. and then the apocalyptic preparation one, I, because I think it was just a lot of fun to do that specific topic with Justin and Pam, mm-hmm. you know, like, and be, like we said earlier, like our cousins, we were all raised like siblings. So it was basically like doing an episode with another brother and sister, <laughs> yeah. you know, and 
Justin because he's just really knowledgeable about the topic. Yeah. You know, and Pam because not only is she knowledgeable, but she's just fun to do episodes with in general. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, she's been on like, what, four now? I think so. I think. So, but doing an episode with the two of them together was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, those are my two. I agree. It's, we're, we're always going to be close to our cousins, but we don't, we don't get to spend a lot of time with them anymore. Yeah, exactly. Cause we're, we're all, all kind of spread yeah, out. We're all spread out. So getting to do that with them, it, it is a lot of fun. Yeah, it really is. And I've talked to you about this. I'm going to put it to our listeners to like, please like comment, try to help us get this done. But I'm trying to get an episode with all six of the grandkids on one episode. Oh, all six cousins, yes. Kid cousins, yes. Uh, so please comment, like, like, message us, do whatever if you want to, so we can try to convince our last cousin to agree. Yeah. So to if you're this. if you're friends with either of us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, anything like that, just comment, Aaron, do it. Yes. Because <laughs> Aaron is the last one we're trying to convince. Yes. If she agrees, so. then our sister Tracy said she would agree. So, yeah. And yes, we are putting both of you on blast on the episode <laughs> so that we can get you both to do it. Because I think it would be one of the best episodes that we do. I think it would be chaotic. Very chaotic. If you think me picking on Jenny is enough, just wait till Pam picks on Aaron. Oh, God. It's going to be just as bad, if not worse. It's so funny. <laughs> um, okay. My two favorite. <clears throat> so, one of them, I'm going to so say. So, you did narrow it down to two? Yeah, I have two also. <laughs> I don't have one. I have two. <laughs> <laughs> one of them is the anime one okay. just because i feel bad comparing it to this because it's not as serious but you're very passionate about mental health yeah i'm passionate about anime i mean everybody's <laughs> passionate about something you know i just feel bad because it's you know the, the weight but between I the mean, two no but but i get it because like at the same time it's it might be like not as quote unquote serious of a topic, but there are other things that I'm very passionate about as well that are super nerdy like that too, like Harry Potter or, you know, Game of Thrones or Mm -hmm. recently I've become what is called a Swifty and I'm like a total Taylor Swift fan now. And I'm like delving into like the meaning behind all of her lyrics and all of this stuff. So, you know, so I get it. Like being passionate about things. <laughs> you lose here. Um, anyway. Oh, dude, you and I are going to have a total, we're going to go totally in depth about Taylor Swift offline, uh, off air, whatever you want to call it. I'm leaving soon. So I'm going to turn you into a Swifty. Um, no. <laughs> but the, the anime one, just because it's something I'm, I'm really passionate about. I really enjoyed it. It's yeah. it's one of those things that you, I'm not super knowledgeable about it, but being, being able to put my knowledge onto you yeah. about it all, it was really fun. Yeah. And the other one. Not necessarily the topic of the episode itself, but I really enjoyed doing the fears and phobias one with mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because it was mom? Yeah, just or... because we got mom on the episode, just okay. doing it with her. Okay. Um, that was one of our early ones. It was like our yeah. fourth episode, I think. Yeah, it was early. So um, it was when we still didn't really know what we were doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we still know, that we know what we're doing now, but you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So me and mom, I feel like I've always been close to mom. Um, especially when, after dad passed away too. All three of us have been close to mom, but in different ways Mm -hmm. and for different reasons, Mm -hmm. you know? And like you and mom, not only because y'all got close when they divorced, but when daddy passed away, you were the only child still living in the house. Mm -hmm. So y'all bonded in a way that 
Tracy or I couldn't have bonded with her. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So. And for a while, like, in my college years, I wasn't, and I regret it, but I wasn't that close to mom. Or, no, not that. Not that I wasn't that close. I wasn't close like I used to be. Mm-hmm. And I didn't reach out as much or anything like mm-hmm. that. And there's another priority that I've done in the last few years is to make sure <laughs> to talk to mamas more than I ever have. Nice. Um, <laughs> but... um but just being able, and I think it's even, it's it's a different type of feeling now that David is here too. Because mm-hmm. now I've given mom another grandchild, mm-hmm. you know? Can't, you're the only one she's going like, to get them from now because <laughs> me and Tracy are done. So, <laughs> so I, I feel like it just brings a different feeling to it all now. Yeah. But I don't know. I've just really enjoyed hanging out with mom even more the last few years. Mm-hmm. And it was just really fun doing the episode with her. So, yeah. Mom, come back for another one, please. I was actually, <laughs> I got to be honest, I was actually really proud of Mom for doing it because she mm-hmm. was actually really against doing an episode mm-hmm. at first. And so, and she was really nervous and she's honestly kind of scared to do it. Uh, so, it, so I think it was kind of cool that we got her on the fears and phobias episode <laughs> because she was scared. <laughs> but... But I was really proud of her for doing it because she really was very apprehensive about it. So, yeah. but that one was a lot of fun. I feel it was. So, so mom, come come back again. Yeah, we should one. get her back again. Please. She 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 has said that she'd be open to doing it again as long as it was a topic that she was interested in doing. Like she was like, I'm not gonna do like a Harry Potter episode, you know? Yeah. So she said, as long as it's a topic that she was interested in doing, she would come back again. We can do one about colors. So since she doesn't know orange and red, what's the difference? <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's an inside joke for our family. Sorry. Oh, I'm so telling mom on you. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, Jesus. Um, she used to think one of the Astros colors in the 2000s, which was that brick red, she thought it was orange. She still doesn't. Still she's... don't know how that yeah. happened. But it's an inside joke with our family. <laughs> so. That was good. But yeah, those were it. So. Awesome. To to kind of round it out, I think I had one that I wanted to talk about. Okay. Do you have any shower thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> what? This is so not what I was expecting. <laughs> this is those random shower thoughts. Do you ever think of any? <laughs> what do you? What kind of example? Like, give me an example. Um, I mean, I've got like a list of some. Oh my god. It's not. A, they're not all mine, but some of them. Um, like one is. How come whenever a song plays, I know every single fucking word to it, but if someone asks me like three weeks later a lyric from that song, I don't I won't know what it is. Oh no, I'm really good at song lyrics. I can remember like lyrics from like the nineties, but I can't remember what I ate for lunch three days ago. Oh. I mean I'm <laughs> I'm the other way on that. I can like I'll think of a song I have a really bad short term memory. <laughs> like I'll think of a song and I will sit there and try to remember the the lyrics. And I can't. But as soon as it starts playing, I know every single fucking word of that song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, another one. If people say laughter is the best medicine, then wouldn't comedians be the world's greatest pharmacist? That's like a bad dad joke. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a thing, though. <laughs> There's one that I think of occasionally when I when I'm in the shower that it's actually kind of a 
serious thing. Um, it's not funny. Um, but cause I like taking hot showers. I mean, I think everybody does, but, um, but like I'll start with like the water just kind of hot, but then it'll like, you know, get hotter and hotter as I go through the shower. Like I'll keep turning it up, you know? And I always think of this one TikTok video that I saw that I watched. This woman was saying that she had been to her therapist and her therapist said something to her that she, she was like, I'll never forget it. So that she was telling her therapist about this really bad day she was having, having, and it was just horrible day, you know, worst day she's had in a long time. And you know, she needed to do something and she didn't know what she was going to do and blah, blah, blah. So she just went home and she just took a long, hot shower, you know, just to try to calm down. And she was like, her therapist was like, well, how hot of a shower did you take? She was like, as hot as I could stand it. Like my skin was bright red when I got out. And her therapist said, self-harm comes in many forms. And I, my jaw dropped and I was like, oh my God. And so now every time I take a shower and I turn the the water hotter, I'm like, this is not that. I just like the water. I do like this one. (laughs) I am not doing this to harm myself. (laughs) But I think about that almost every time I turn the water hotter. I think about that video. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm just going to keep throwing some off. Are they just basically like bad dad jokes? No, it's just things. Like sometimes I'll sit there and I'll think, and sometimes. I'll try to think of an animal that I can, that I would be able to like defend myself from with my bare hands. Well, that was one of our questions we had with the conversation with Akina. No, I know, but it's some things that I think about. I think I could defend myself against a dog. That's it. Nothing bigger. What's bigger than a dog? A lot of things. An elephant's bigger than a dog, Jenny. Well, I mean, an elephant would stomp on yeah, me. Yeah, I know that. I already told you. An emu. I <laughs> feel like an emu is just going to, like, slam its head against mine, and I'm going to no, pass out. It's not an emu. It's a... Uh, or, like, not. it's a giant beak. I can't remember the name it's of it. It's just going to, like, peck me in the head. A ca- capybara? No, not capybara. Capybara looks Cassowary? like a little no. freaking stuffed animal. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> Anyways. Um, okay. Um, the concept of tomorrow is just a never ending horizon that we'll never reach. That is terrifying to think about. I mean, as soon as you get to tomorrow, there's another tomorrow. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's terrifying. You'll never reach it. (laughs) You'll never be there. It's horrible. Every photo that you take is a younger version of yourself. Oh, (laughs) I don't like that thought. Right now is the right now is the oldest you've ever been. Uh, how does that saying go? Damn it, I already forgot it. Right now, it's something about right now is the oldest you've ever been, but the youngest you will ever be, or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd probably just fucked that up. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you have any? Do you know there's cocaine sharks in Florida right now? Did that really happen? I don't know. I saw it on TikTok, so I I guess. I know there's a movie based off of a bear that actually took cocaine. Yeah, so apparently, like, 
there's drug smugglers that go up and down the coast of Florida. And sometimes they'll dump barrels of drugs into the water and GPS tag it. And then give that GPS tag to whoever's supposed to pick it up and they'll come and pick it up. So apparently some somebody, I don't know, I don't know if they saw it on satellite or like they were physically there and saw it or what, saw a hammerhead shark like biting into one of the containers. And then like they, scientists have like, like marine scientists have witnessed like sharks behaving erratically in that general area. <laughs> so yeah, there's apparently cocaine sharks in Florida. I don't know why they just made me so laugh. <laughs> I just imagine them like ravaging, be like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> freaking out. <laughs> so, like, obviously they can't foam from the mouth, but that's like what I imagine. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, just some. I just want to throw some funny thoughts out there. I thought it'd be funny to end the episode that way. Doing kind of is a good segue into our next episode preview. Okay. Kind of. Random thoughts that you're throwing out? Our next episode is literally random facts. <laughs> it took me a second to realize where you were going with that. <laughs> I, literally for a second, I was just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he did have kind of a blank look on mm-hmm. his face, guys. So since we are called Happily Ever Random, we have decided that we are going so to... say this so aggressively? Because I, I thought it sounded fun. Happily ever random. <laughs> it sounded fun. Jesus, Jenny. Happily ever random. <laughs> we are going to have an entire episode dedicated to random facts. So we are going to take turns throwing out random facts at each other. And they can be anything. You know, now that you said they that... They can be... Now that you said that, I'm going to put it on paper and actually throw it at you. This please next don't actually throw it at me. You said we we're going to throw random facts you, at each other. <laughs> I don't like you sometimes. You want me to just throw my phone at you now? <laughs> instead? <laughs> they can be funny. They can be serious. They can be weird. I mean, it can be literally something at, as I definitely simple have. as armadillo shells are bulletproof. Did I don't believe that? that. Or it can be something that you could use. Like if somebody gets hypothermia, you need to heat them up gradually. So... It can be a useful fact. It can be a stupid fact. It can be funny. Anything. Uh, a lot of mine are probably going to be stupid. I have a lot of... I have I have both. I have like funny, stupid, useful. Because I've already done my... That's three things. And you said I have both. So... <laughs> oh. Obviously, we did, weren't good at math. <laughs> <laughs> Go HISD. <laughs> I have all of them. Excuse me. But I've already done my job and done my homework for it i got a few written down i have one that troy very... waits till like the day of the episode and no, then makes his not. notes i said i have a few uh, already. what were you doing in the living room earlier this afternoon before we started that was adding to my notes uh no you were creating them no anyway <laughs> um yeah i already have one that's absurd and it's gonna make you laugh oh cool so i can't wait to say that one you remember your comment about the orange a couple years ago when you were like... The orange and the carrot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a fact about that. That's going to be my very first one. <laughs> I, I found it just for you. Do I have to say that joke before you say the fact, though? You can say it now. Oh. You've already said it once on the show. Have I? Yeah. Oh, well, it was... How do people come up with the name orange... Or the name carrot? Because they had an orange already, and they, they look at the orange and they have it. 
But then they go to pick up the carrot, and they're like, fuck, we can't name this one Orange. <laughs> so, yeah, I have a fact about that for you. Okay. Just for you. Okay. So. But, so, yeah, it should be fun. We're going to just kind of bounce off each other doing random facts. I'm bouncing off the walls again. Whoa. Whoa. Is that sugar cult? <laughs> I think so. I think it's sugar cult. <laughs> I do that a lot, too. Yes. I like doing that. It's a lot of fun to just pick up on stuff like that. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that is all for tonight. <laughs> hey, everyone. Appreciate y'all listening again. Uh, so remember a couple things. Reach out to y'all us. Y'all have some homework, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Reach out to us if you feel like it. Um, but more importantly, um, comment, message us, do whatever to let us know that you want Aaron and Tracy to join us so we can have all six grandkids on another episode. Yes. Just comment Aaron, suck it up and do it. <laughs> Definitely thought you were just going to say Aaron, suck it. <laughs> I was like, all right. A little aggressive, Jenny. <laughs> Aaron, suck it. <laughs> I love you, Aaron. Uh- <laughs> but appreciate y'all listening. All right. We'll see you guys next time. See you next one. <laughs>